Welcome to Public Sector Changemakers, your door to the very heart of digital transformation within the public sector. In every episode, we'll be deep diving into the public sector, one project at a time. We'll discuss the challenges it faces and the modern solutions we're creating. Your guides on this tour? Me, your host, Damien Davis, Senior Director of Product Management at ServiceNow. And on every episode, I will be joined by a Devo Team consultant plus one of Devo Team's esteemed clients to discuss a mutual project from both sides. Together, we'll go back to the start of some groundbreaking projects, how they came about, how they came to Devo Team. We'll then explore their present solutions and trace their impact before forecasting the evolving strategies of tomorrow. Prepare to explore riveting narratives, global case studies, spotlighting how Devo Team's clients are harnessing the power of ServiceNow to champion change and improve the public sector. This is the Public Sector Changemakers podcast, where the future of the public sector meets the stories of today. Welcome aboard. On today's episode of Public Sector Changemakers, we delve deep into a comprehensive case study of STIB, the beating heart of Brussels public transport, and notably one of Belgium's largest employers. We'll explore the unique and distinctive challenges that STIB encounters within the public sector and how through working with Devo Team and using the ServiceNow platform, helping pioneer digital transformation solutions. Today, we're delighted to welcome Sophie Libouton, Team Manager at STIB in Governance and Methods, and Julian Sansotero, ServiceNow Business Manager at Devo Team. They're both here to shed light on the nuances of digital transformation within the public sector, discussing challenges and learnings and sharing invaluable insights from the very epicenter of the industry. Julian, perhaps just a quick intro from yourself. Yeah, thank you. I'm a French guy installed in, in Belgium for almost four years now, playing a role of uh, advisory uh, for customer uh, and also uh, leading the service now business for the Belux area. Great. And I'm Damien Davis, Senior Director of Product Management at ServiceNow, and I'm host of the Public Sector Changemakers podcast. And Sophie, I'm going to come to you where we're going to discuss the public sector challenges, learning, sharing invaluable insights from the very epicenter of the industry you work on. So we touched on it a bit in the intro, but for our listeners, can you give us a quick rundown of STIB, what you do, your role, what's working? Yes. Hi, Damien. Thank you for the invitation to be here today. What I can tell to our listener is that uh, STIB counts today around 10,000 employees. STIB has been awarded nine years in a row as top employer in Belgium. So it's a great award to receive as a company. We count around 90 different transport lines around Brussels and 1,400 vehicles. So. It's a lot of stuff to manage and to deal every day. It is. And what about your role as well within STIB? My role within STIB is to lead the team governance and method all related to the processes transversally end to end and also to lead a digital transformation program called ServeIT. What is ServeIT? It's a journey to operational excellence which has a main objective to design, develop, and implement new way of working on processes, starting from a scope of one department to enterprise service management. Excellent. So 
you know, what challenges did you find Stib face in the past? And, you know, tell me a bit about how you used to work before using ServiceNow. I think uh, what I will share will not be surprising. Lack of standard or end-to-end perspective on process or how they are interconnected, the knowledge of some processes or the work in silos. It's not so easy to understand how processes are connected and how to move forward and get the value of it. And also a plenty of tools that we know that I won't mention, but some are really known. So it's a, it's a challenge to change the habit of people because they are used uh, to use certain tool and it's still the challenge today. Okay, before I come to Julian, Sophie, just one more question. What led you to choose to implement ServiceNow and choose DevoTeam as a partner to help solve some of the problems you've just spoken about? What we want to reach is to get more insight at the first step on the processes end-to-end. And then we have looked at different surveys, and then Gartner was one part of it. And ServiceNow was chosen as best fit for purpose, to have the enterprise service management and capabilities to fit for that. And DevoTeam has answered to all our requirements. We need to start and to launch the journey. This is why we get in contact and or in partnership with DevoTeam. Okay, thank you. So Julian, if I switch to you, could you tell us a little bit about your role in the STIB project and how you were brought in? I started my STIB journey uh, to speak in transport language three years ago. Uh, it was summer 2020 during the, the lockdown period. My role was and is, in short word, to be the default point of entry for anything related to service now at STIB. On the organizational chart, my role was a technical program sponsor. And to be concrete, I'm playing a role of advisory, pre-sales contact, escalation on delivery and project, and supporting in any way STIB on this ServiceNow journey. Wow. So you said you joined literally during the summer of 2020, and we all know it was a crazy time back then. Can you talk me through some of your initial thoughts, some of the first steps, maybe some challenges that happened around that time? I remember my first interaction with Steve as a vendor. It's not a usual experience. I received an incoming call uh, on my mobile from the director at this time. And it was, uh, okay, I have heard uh, you have won a frame agreement, even if it's not official. I would like to speak to you because I want to deliver this project now and fast. And so I remember my first thought was, I like this first flavor of a very proactive customer who is taking and grabbing his phone uh, to move ahead and to deliver. First challenge was already introduced to uh, deliver at the right pace, but in the required quality level with the first imposed aggressive timeline and the capacity to scope a project a bit during the project because the ambition was high, the context with uh, heterogeneous uh, maturity and many stakeholders to align, but it was a classic ITSM project challenge. The next phase and the next challenge was a bit more tough because this project moved quickly to a program where initiative and ideas were popping up around the ServiceNow platform. And the challenge was at all levels, installing a project governance for DevoTeam, but not only for the ServiceNow program at Stib, able to deliver at scale and in parallel for many departments in the organization on very different sub 
topic because ETSM was just one block and to deliver all of this in parallel. So the first and second year uh, challenges were this one. So just to recap, the brief was now and quick, right? And I assume that that came across delivered in Mantenon and Vite, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... You've talked me through some of the challenges and those first steps. And Sophie's told us why she chose ServiceNow and Devo Team. But Julian, from your perspective, what solutions did you and the Devo Team organization offer Stib for their problems? From a product, I will answer it with two layers. First layer on a product perspective, we promoted several products of ServiceNow to tackle TIB needs, ITSM, CMDB discovery, hardware and software asset management. For one use case, we tested ServiceNow as a low-code platform, so we delivered one business app. SecOps, strategic portfolio management. I think my list is exhaustive, but not sure. So we delivered many products in less than three years. What we delivered is the capacity to onboard the right subject matter expert at the right moment in the right language. We are in Belgium. And so my second layer of answer is on services part. Of course, the capacity to mobilize as much as possible local resources, but also when needed, when not available locally, having the capacity to mobilize subject matter experts where they are on subtopic addressed by ServiceNow. We need to, uh, to chase and to grab the right expert wherever he is. This is great. Look, summer 2020 seems so long ago. And, you know, for the listeners, we could fast forward to today. Perhaps you could tell us how is Stib using ServiceNow today? How is Stip using ServiceNow today? I think I could be shorter if I explain what we are not using. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, Julian explained a little bit some. So we have started with uh, IT service management, mainly incident problem change and the service catalog. We have launched also the low-code, no-code app. We have done one. And the item uh, mainly for CMDB and discovery. This was the first package of the first launch we have done in May 21. In nine months, it was a good challenge, but great. And afterward, there are the MV in the, there was in the MV in the organization, they have launched a lot of stuff like uh, software asset management, hardware asset management, strategic portfolio, workplace reservation management. And this one was made in two months and a half. Huh? So it's a uh, some challenge, the SecOps also. That would seem to meet the brief of now and fast, right? <laughs> so this is fast. But no, we have at a moment where uh, at a tipping point where it's important to check if the all the people using those modules or functionality are really at ease to use the power of the platform and that they their work more easy today than before because it's also the goal to make their environment more comfortable to do their job and afterward to be more efficient on processes, et cetera, et cetera. So what impact has this project had on the company and how Stib runs business day to day? ServiceNow is very soon considered as a core platform. Very, very soon. <laughs> Three months or six months afterward, it was there is something in the air, in the place, and somebody who is uh, steering that with a sponsor. So it has taken huge impact. And it has a great impact also on all the operational teams. So it's there to support the, oper the operational services, 
as well as the service desk, as well the different layer of support. It's really crucial. And now we're moving in the support of all the asset management in the broad sense from CI till asset, etc., and how you can exchange this. And seeing that we are working in the public transport, we, we are touching the industrial stuff, the IoT, and so it's becoming a challenge, but it will come later. <laughs> okay. So Julian, you know, from a Devo team perspective, what's your ongoing role with STIB today? Not so many change uh, compared to what I have explained before. In terms of volume, quantity of project, 2023 is a bit different than 22 and 21. 23 for ServiceNow at CIB was, uh, in my opinion, and please Sophie confirm, but more a stabilization uh, and transition year. Many things have been done and delivered. Now let's spread the word, optimize the usage, increase and maximize the adoption of the platform on what has been already delivered. I'm remaining the, uh, the single point of entry uh, for Sophie. Stib has also uh, the particularity since the beginning to have immediately taken the ownership of the program and the platform, meaning that uh, there is a steep governance, there is a steep project manager, there is a steep platform manager, and a steer co around this program with key stakeholders of STIB. So I'm at, at the level, I'm supporting Sophie, her contact on a weekly basis. I'm still there uh, to uh, support and prepare the future, manage day-to-day uh, -day situation. One of the primary measures I have in my role at ServiceNow in evaluating our partners is CSAT scores, right? Customer satisfaction. So Julian, if you were to do a self-appraisal and I was to say to you, how do you think Sophie and the STIB team have benefited from working with you and Devo team? What have you helped them achieve? As a vendor, I believe in several values. Humility, and I think it's a value we shared with ServiceNow. Eh? Stay humble. Care, care about our customer. Listen. Expertise, we are focusing on niche domain uh, where we have a chance to capitalize project after project facing a similar situation and sharing this expertise. And last but not least, support being responsive. Supporting and responsiveness, the combination of things and values I try to maintain, uh, it's not always easy. The capacity also to uh, mobilize our best uh, subject matter experts, sharing best practices, listening, but also challenging sometimes the customer. That's always a, a difficult balance, uh, but it's our job. An advisory role uh, and a partner is for all situations and it's bilateral. I would agree. And I'm sure Sophie is, is nodding and smiling because as a partner, as a trusted advisor, customers are looking for best practice guidance, right? What are the pain points and challenges that you've experienced in your role, Julian, dealing with other customers and how can that drive value? And Sophie, you and I, we've met several times where you've been a speaker at events for Devo Team. We met at the wonderful Opera House in Copenhagen. We met earlier this year in Paris. So not only is CSAT a good measure of customer satisfaction, but the fact that you're prepared to speak at a Devo Team event. And Julian, when I asked you about what have you helped achieve, I think it's worth us summarizing for the listeners that Devo team have helped Stib with several go lives, right? We've had ITSM, SAM, HAM, SecOps, Discovery. I'm probably not listing them all, but actually this is a great segue to say, Sophie, has your project been delivered completely or, or is it ongoing? It's always ongoing. It's not yet finished <laughs> because uh, Ali, we have done a lot in, of building blocks and they are implemented. It's living step by step. 
But getting awareness of processes end-to-end, there is a lot of work ongoing, but it's not finished. Eh? We are slightly having the business on board, and with the service catalog, it can go far. And also, within the organization, they are more and more aware that it's crucial to get a good CMDB, good foundation, how to deal with, how to have our assets under control. So there is stuff to be done there. It's probably a great opportunity for us to move from like where we are today now towards your roadmap. And I could almost start with Julian and say, you know, you're obviously supporting Sophie with this project delivery. From a Devo team perspective, what do you think is left to achieve? We have implemented MVP or pilot, whatever the name we, we give to what we have delivered, prioritizing needs and focusing on uh, most important, most, uh, most valuable. But we still need to support all these products and still to increase these products in terms of maturity and on the way to involve more users, more teams and to increase the satisfaction of, of users of this product. Because we addressed a wide range of process and product, of course, these processes have never-ending width sometimes <laughs> and we need to put a limit. But from an MVP to a perfect product, Product, we need to put the cursor in a reasonable way somewhere. That's where we are today when I was saying that 2023 was a stabilization year because we are working more on these topics. Yes, we have still launched AM and, and SecOps this year, so it's not easy peasy cake. <laughs> and Sophie, I mentioned that you know we met in Paris earlier this year and, and you did a wonderful presentation that I think our listeners would benefit from. You showed a great slide with your roadmap and it showed the historic view with what you've implemented today, but it also showed the plans for the remainder of you know, 2023, 2024. Could you just summarize what STIB's plans are for your sort of short and midterm roadmap in terms of what you want to implement? What we are targeting in the coming months and years, <laughs> because it's a journey, so it's not uh, stopping today. The CMDB and all around the item, because in item, I have the discovery and the CMDB, but uh, there are a lot of stuff uh, regarding AI, regarding cloud, regarding orchestrator, etc. So the event management too, so there are some room there. I think it will be the next step coming. Next to that, it's to get the business more and more on board with the service catalog and more using the metrics underlying because at ATD, we are talking about the impact to have the view on the data or to be in the steering of those data. It's also important to define what are the next steps to get even more value from what we have. So this is the, the three focus points I would mention for STIP. And as you've progressed through that roadmap, historical and future, you know, if you were to talk to a peer, a business peer, what key insights and advice would you give to, you know, a similar organization facing the problems that you encountered? I would say a few words. Think big, start small. Dare to start. Don't wait that you have all the elements to do something, to do a step ahead. And there is another expression I would mention, say, call, walk, run, and fly. So it's okay to move one step at a time. It's a great journey. It's not always fun. You have some discussion, you have some resistance, but it's, it's really great to move forward. And, and we are talking about tech, huh? we service now and devote team experts, etc. But 
it's a human journey. We are talking about people. We are building stuff with people and for people. You're absolutely right. And Julian, if I come to you, like you say, you've spent some considerable time working on this project and with STIP. I've kind of got two questions for you. It's like, could you summarize your key learnings? And is there anything that you may have done differently? You know, we have the luxury of time and hindsight. We can look back over the last three years, right? So yeah, what were your key learnings? And is there anything you would have done differently? My key learning was to demonstrate that, in fact, it was feasible. All go live we did with the project in pure remote work during this, uh, this COVID period. I would never imagine it would have been feasible first, but it worked. Of course, adapting some way of work, communication style and approach. Huh? Everybody learned how to deliver in that special situation. It's important. Ali, the first go live, it was nine months, all remote. All, everybody. Yeah? No meeting on site, nothing. No meeting on site. I am arrived at STIP in February 21. So there was already five months without program team focused on that topic. And three months afterwards, we delivered. I think it's important if you have a focused team, speaking each other, trusting each other, talking to each other, there to say something, you can make it. Yeah. Julian, I'll continue with you. What advice can you give to both clients like Sophie and consultants alike in working together? How do you get the most out of the relationship, particularly given that you've had the strength and the experience to do this both remotely and more latterly, I guess, in person? There are some projects we could, as Devo Team and Steve, scoped better or planned later. It's not because we could, we should. It's another expression I like. <laughs> and some of them were pushed by the organization, but maybe some of the projects could have been handled in a different way. Scoping a project, asking three times why we are doing it before jumping on the how. We are IT people, we love the how. But why doing it is very important. Sharing a common objective, because as soon it is clarified, after it is facilitating a lot the project execution. Also, from a client perspective, it was key to me for all the successes we had uh, at STIB, believe in a hybrid team with a mix of vendor and internal sharing the same objective. One boat, one journey. To me, it's a commitment. It's not only a matter of contract, it's a matter of mindset. And when we have all team members, vendor plus customer employee, feeling in the same team, in the same project, pushing in the same direction, uh, projects are moving quick and well. From consultant, from a service vendor point of view, I'm always saying the same thing to my consultant. Support the customer to think big, provide ingredients to help him to cut in small pieces, achievable in a reasonable time frame, because yes, it's a journey, it's a step-by-step -step approach only. It's not possible to do a huge travel once. This is fantastic. We've had some great learnings here about where we've been with the projects, you know, where we are today, and also talking a bit about the future. If I was going to wrap up, I would say, you know, Sophie, how's it been working with Devo Team? <laughs> Devoteam is a partner you can count on. When I arrived, uh, Devoteam has helped me to, or Steve 
to set up the competence of uh, center of excellence of the platform, eh? how to be the platform, and then we move to the different uh, delivery. I'm not always easy. I know what I want. I know where I want to go. And yeah, what it doesn't go as I expect, I share it. <laughs> but I also share the right message too. So as I told to my team, I share everything, the good things and the less good things. So everybody knows. And it's important in that way to be able with a partner to share what, what goes right and what doesn't go right and what you expect and uh, require some stuff to be there. Sure. You also, you touched on some of the, the future implementation plans, but just overall, what's coming up on the horizon for you and for STIP? On the horizon, what's coming? So the, the CMDB, the IoT, asset in the broad sense, service catalog, and growing with the, the business in there. And topics that I didn't share so far or less, it's the strategic portfolio because we have started with the usage of the backlog, the downstream, as we could call. The roadmap is starting to be used in, in the organization, but then how do you, all the demands coming in? How do you filter them? How do you prioritize? How do you manage your investment? This is something which is also coming very strongly this year. It's the objective to get the demand management or to have a first team managing the demand management and the platform. And also we are talking about a challenge to integrate or to connect ServiceNow with SAP. So for a part to, to deal with the operational task because there are people on the field who are using SAP for their tasks and duties and also to see which capabilities we are going to use regarding the asset, who is doing what, which capabilities in SAP, which one on, on service now and on can data be shared, exchange, I don't know yet, but uh, that's the challenge coming. This is really great insight, Sophie. Thank you. Just to Close off with you, Julian. Look, speaking to future clients, unless, of course, you end up working with Sophie and Stib forever, but with future clients, could you give them an idea of what to expect from working with Devo team? We love taking commitments first. So in a way or another, we will always commit in what we have to deliver for our customer. And two comments regarding this. To be committed, you need a clear objective definition uh, and you need to define foundation of your project and we will support our customers to shape it. And second, being committed to me and for the team has never meant imposing our delivery model to our customer. We like to remain flexible, adapting to customer priority, customer assets. Uh, we are there to provide uh, the additional workforce and expertise, a combination of the two, adapted to the organization at the right moment. It's something uh, we love to take time to build this and to tailor-made with our customer. And last thing, we believe in listening both to our collaborator and customer, having the right team on the right project, on the right customer context slash culture is important because at the end of the day, our team is delivering on the field and they are the one delivering a successful go live. That's great. Look, Julian, Sophie, thank you both. Thank you again for joining us and sharing your knowledge, your experience on the public sector, as well as the exciting digital transformation solutions that we're all helping to build within it. Your personal insights were very much appreciated. Thank you both.
Thank you, Damien, for the invitation. It was great to be able to share our learning because each company is struggled with the same stuff. So uh, it's important to share as much as possible. And thank you for this nice discussion and for uh, the exercise today. Uh, very happy. It was uh, my first podcast, maybe not the last. So thank you. Thank you to our listeners. I hope this has given you some insight as to how organizations are working with Devo Team and creatively using the ServiceNow platform to solve very complex business needs in real time. On the next episode of Public Sector's Changemakers, we'll be joined by Devo Team Sales Director, Casper Grewell, and City of Copenhagen's Suzanne Nina Hansen. We'll deep dive into how the City of Copenhagen, Denmark's largest employer, is using ServiceNow to transform their organization and the lives of their citizens. See you next time.